Got so many strongest soldiers, so it's never over Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure Even on the days you're moving slower and can't seem to focus You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it Know you questioned life a couple times, but it's okay you growing Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you on it Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes All you ever do is smile cause they make you worth it Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it Welcome to One Stick B. I am your host, One Stick B. Here at One Stick B, we don't cry, we thrive. We don't whine, we whine. Shout out to Black Girl Magic Wines today for creating uh, Black Girl Magic Wines, two sisters that united on opposite sides of the country. Here at One Stick B, the definition is a strong individual that fights through or faces unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Today, I have a guest, a beautiful entrepreneur nurse. She uh, calls herself the fabulous nurse, and she is fabulous. She also is one sick bee with MS. So today, I would like to welcome Nurse Chelsea. How are you today, Chelsea? <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing really good today. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing great. Um, Chelsea, how have you been during COVID? What, how, because everybody's been up and down with COVID. I know COVID has taught a lot, has took away a lot. What, um, have, what are the gives and the takes that you've been dealing with uh, during COVID? Because I was going to say that I, I, I expressed COVID at like, as if COVID's over, but no, it's still going. So how are you dealing with it? And uh, what's your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it feels like sometimes it feels like a never ending battle. It's a lot of ups and downs. Like from the beginning, I was working um, like on a COVID unit, um, like literally from the start of the pandemic. And then in the middle of the pandemic, I ended up switching over to research. So now I'm like on the opposite side. So at first I was on the front lines, like, you know, working the floors, taking care of all these patients, just the impact that it has on you when you're dealing with the patient and you know the family can't be there you got to FaceTime the family and keep everybody yeah. updated and all these things and then switching over to the research side of things being a little bit more behind the scenes but still on the front line when it comes to the vaccine yeah it's just it's just been a lot of ups and downs it's yeah you know, and I appreciate uh, nurses like you I lost my grandma during COVID and her mm -hmm. nurse was the nurse who allowed me the last two days to, um, she used her phone to FaceTime me so I could watch yep. my grandma. Those are real intimate moments, not moments that, uh, but I appreciate her stepping outside the box and doing something that, uh, so nurses like you, I appreciate. So I appreciate it. Thank you for being a nurse. Yes. I love that you said that uh, FaceTime and the family, because that's important yes. to us because you can't go around. And those last right. couple of days, you know, you want to have your last words and communication. Exactly. Unfortunately, you had to do it through FaceTime, but shout out to her for um, FaceTime and, and uh, yeah. FaceTime. I appreciate that. So let's get into it. Um, Chelsea was diagnosed officially a year ago uh, this coming up week, which I, uh, this past week, excuse me, not coming up this past week. So let's dig into it. Chelsea, take us back to when and where and how you got diagnosed <laughs> before your diagnosis. Knew or noticed anything that um, you're like, oh my gosh, this might have been a symptom. So let's go back into it and dig into it. You start me off. Yes. So um, actually at the end of, let's see, 2019, um, that's when I noticed uh, I started experiencing like being more tired, uh, more pain. 
um, migraines more um, that I started having like visual disturbances, um, lots of dizziness, especially after work. And then in January, February last year, this whole uh, right side went numb. Like my whole right arm was completely numb. And I'm just sitting there, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I remember going to my uh, primary care physician. And of course he was like, it's not, he was like, it's definitely not MS. He was like, it's not MS, I don't believe it. He was like, there's no way. He, Cause my mom, you know, my mom had right. MS. So right. um, she's sitting there with me. We both just sitting there looking and I'm like, um, well, I mean, what else could it be? Cause it's not a stroke. Uh, I don't have- Yes, nerves. to my listener, she just said that her like, mother also has MS too as well. Yes. So it just was a lot. And so I ended up going to a neurologist. They did the nerve studies, um, which came back normal. So I'm like, it's not nerve damage. So <laughs> we got to dig a little deeper. So I remember um, getting uh, set up for a lumbar puncture. And after okay. the lumbar puncture, um, that's when they were like, yeah, they, they were like, it's MS. And I remember doing a first um, round of the IV steroids um last summer and then they ended up starting me on tech last okay. summer okay yeah so you oh, is, what medicine did you say again? uh tech okay tech for now is that a injectable or is uh, that that's a pill oral? okay yeah, this is a oral, oral pill is this an everyday i took an everyday one and there's another one so the tech for is every day is twice a day so you'll oh, take wow. a dose in the morning and a dose at night. Okay. Okay. And that's yeah. another MS drug, maintenance drug. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now, I'm actually uh, getting off of it now. So I'll be starting, um, yeah, I'll be starting Tostabri next month. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm familiar. I'm definitely familiar with that drug. Okay. Um, how do you feel this, your diagnosis and people around you, you um, said that your mother has MS. So how do you think it affected people? Because you had the support from your mother being that she already had it. What do you feel like far as friends or other family members extended um, relationship? It's, it's like they they had a, a like a brief understanding of what it was and what it could be. But then, like, some of my friends, I feel like now that it's me, like, they don't really know, like, they don't know how to act. <laughs> like, because at once they were just, you know, being some that supportive friend whenever I was helping my mom out when my mom was sick. But then now right. that it's me that's sick, they're, like, freaking out. But as far as my family goes, they, they're they very supportive. They're very understanding just because of them, you know, seeing my mom and dealing with my mom and also taking care of me when my mom yeah. was sick, you know over the years yeah so it's a little different like family is more understanding my friends are always of on course. the edge and of course <laughs> of course and being young with ms i remember getting diagnosed um at 17 in high school so mm-hmm. uh the relationships and things you can and can't do and responses. And you kind of right. start also, I believe that MS also, when you get diagnosed and you start going through, you also see some people true colors, if it was friendship or if it was anything other than that. Exactly. 
Yeah. So that's very, you know, that's a part of it. Um, I said, have you do, or should I say being a nurse, um, I know that you guys can't, you know, of course, you're a nurse, you can't uh, smoke marijuana. Do you believe in marijuana as far as helping? And do you believe in CBD products like natural remedies? Mm -hmm, I do. I'm a very herbal person. Like, and my grandfather, he, he loves herbal medicine. He does not, he it's crazy because I'm a nurse. My grandma's a nurse, so his wife is a nurse. Oh, wow. <laughs> when it comes to, you know, medicine, he's like, uh, no, I'm going to go make my own stuff. Like, he's always been like that. So, like, I've always been obsessed with that. And so um, I, I really do believe in supplements, herbal medicine, um, CBD, yes. marijuana, all of that. It, it okay. all works. Um, yeah. And I personally use CBD products. So, okay. you know, and I find it to be very helpful. Like, yeah. very, very helpful. And yes. it's better than it's like always taking pain medicine because sometimes the pain medicine doesn't really get the job done anyway. It just kind of like pauses it and then the intensity comes right back even harder. So, you know, CBD just kind of like eases the pain. And I love the creams, the bad bonds and all those things. Yes. Any yes, type of thing that's good for like relaxation and pain relief, I'm for it. Yes. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm for the CBD product, definitely. Um, yeah. How do you, should I say, being that you're young, uh, when you're young, you're out, you have a beautiful career, and how is dating with an autoimmune disease? It's, it's pretty interesting. Um <laughs> uh sometimes it's like you don't I, I find myself not wanting to go down that road sometimes like in a conversation like because soon as you say oh I haven't missed and you got to go over everything you got to go over what it misses you got to go over the symptoms you got to go oh is there a cure then people you know like and sometimes people can be insensitive they'll be like oh are you going to die like you know what I mean like it's just going yeah, they go to, the extreme extreme. to the next yes like that is crazy so <laughs> and I just you know luckily you know I am blessed that uh, I do have somebody now who's like really really understanding and, but I've known him for a long time so right. like since we were kids so it kind of works out <laughs> but you know like if you just like out there just like dating you definitely gotta kind of go in it like you know with the mindset that like they don't understand exactly what you're going through so you have to like tell them you have to be like open and honest and you know let them know how you feel because nobody really understands it until it happens to them so yeah. and if they don't know anything about the medical field or anything about any autoimmune disorders like it can be tough yeah so. I think even not even just dating but I feel like even with friends and family members, they mm -hmm. are unfamiliar with the disease, but the thing that helps people out the most is educating themselves, but people have to be exactly. willing to educate themselves to go right. beyond just hearing it out of your mouth, but to be able to open up the internet, mm -hmm. just like they open up on Instagram or Facebook and, and exactly. search. I feel like they should take some time and maybe type in mm -hmm. MS and do a little background research uh, to know why I, I believe it helps us as uh, patients. Um, yeah. Being that you're newly diagnosed, like I said, one year, somebody who's just getting diagnosed, what advice 
or what would you tell them coming into this game? Because I keep on saying to people who they get newly diagnosed, I'm like, this ain't a game for the week. So you you, you might come in and feel, I have people who diagnose and they feel like they might be weak, but they start going through this and they realize what strength or that it brought out strength. So what advice would you give to somebody who's newly diagnosed that has a broken spirit? And I refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. That's the reason why in the definition of one sick people, what would you, what advice would you give them? Or what would you I tell yourself that you yeah. could have told I mean, even though I, you know, even though I've dealt with my mom having MS, it still was like a drastic change for me. And at one point I did feel like I was like, not, I wouldn't say broken, but I was like really down because it's something yeah. that you have to just kind of like realize. But then yeah. after you sit and like think about it and reflect, you're like, well, you know, yes, I have MS, but it also isn't cancer it's not you know something that's about to just take me out immediately so it's just something that you have to like dig deep and find your inner strength and know that it's going to be okay and know that what can I do right now that's going to prolong my life and keep me going so like look at all the things you know as far as eating healthy exercising and doing everything that you can in your power to take care of you so that you won't be, you know, you know, down and out. Exactly. You know, find something like a hobby or something to like kind yeah. of release all of that negative yeah. energy and yeah. like bring out all the positivity. <laughs> yes, I, I encourage yeah. um, also therapy or um, self-help yeah. coaches to people who they're lost right. and they can't find it because self-help coach doesn't necessarily um, have to tell you how to how tell you should I say tell you how your situation how you handle it can give you uh tips and pointers on things just in natural life that will help you and I realized that uh one thing I could say being diagnosed young is that you have to pull your inner strength and you have to relearn you and you have to learn you have to learn the new because most definitely you know you have to learn the new you and even with this disease um, being that I have primary progressive, I always say each day is different. So you have mm-hmm. to, I always say, level up from the last time for the next level or whatever the next level is. You have to, you know, excel in where, where you're at and be comfortable and follow, yeah. like you said, encourage uh, positivity into your life. Yeah, yeah that's how I look that. at the week. Like, yeah, last week might have been a bad week, but this week, what can I do or how can I uh, do this differently or what, you know, what can I do to make this week a more positive one? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like every week, cause I feel like every, every day is a challenge. Still. Yes. So. And, and literally it is. And mm-hmm. I, anytime with autoimmune disease, um, your body's fighting against itself. So, um, yeah. you know, it's, I feel like I already fight enough with my body that I don't have time for any other energy that doesn't help. Or doesn't, you know, improve the feeling. You don't need anything to say to depression. You got something already that if you if you right. fall short on it and you miss a beat, you, you get going to a depression. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I do believe that. And, okay, let's say, what are your strengths and your weakness with this? And when I mean, what are your strengths and your weakness with this? Um, my weakness with this is, like I said, number one, my bladder, I have bladder issues. So I'm constantly going to the restroom or constantly um, I have 
I do self-care. Uh, so what are your strengths and your weakness? My strengths are that this brought out uh, this platform and it was to empower and to encourage and to evoke and to educate kings and queens thriving multiple sports. Right. What has that brought out of you? What has MS brought out of you that didn't have you didn't have it before you or you had it before you, but you soared through it? And what is that area with MS you're just not quite sure about? It could be time management, random, anything that you feel. So um, my weakness, I would say, is probably I'm of learning how to say no I feel like I don't know how to listen to my body and I feel like I'm always on the go and then I always regret it <laughs> like every time every time like I'll do so much and then I'll get home and then I can be right. like down for like two or three two or three days like yeah. after that and it's like why <laughs> Yeah. Why do you keep doing this to yourself? Yes, because you're young and you're active. So yes, I understand. I it's hard being young it's and active. So I was doing it for Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's so hard. And then like, you know, working on the floor like I was and then still trying to do everything else that I used to being able to do. It's yes. just like, mm, no. Like my body is a constant reminder that I need to go sit down. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> it definitely knows how to remind me how to sit yeah. down somewhere. Or it'll sit you down. But, um, exactly. <laughs> or it'll sit you down. <laughs> yeah. But, um, on a positive side of things, I think that my strength, um, would be like my resilience. Cause I feel like my whole life, like, I've always had like issues. Like, I've always had like terrible allergies. I have asthma. So I've always been in and out of the hospital. It was like one point when I was in elementary school that I was in the hospital like twice a year with my asthma. So I've been like in and out of the hospital basically my whole life. And then on top of that, my mom has MS. So I've been like her nurse. She's been in and out of the hospital. Yes. So it was like both of us just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And now that my asthma is better, I got MS now. So it's like every time like life just always hits me with something, but I always feel like I bounce back and I always stay positive. Like a lot of my friends, they always ask me, they're like, how are you always still smiling? And I'm like, I mean, I have no reason to frown because I mean, life goes on. So it is what it is. You just got to keep going. So, Absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, that's the way I look at nursing. Like yeah. there you have a bad shift, we lose patients. But, you know, the impact that you leave on those families and those patients, like, will last a lifetime. So, yes, you, it does. you know, compassionate and Definitely. caring and treat them like you want to be treated at the end of the day. Yeah. What you need to do. So, yes. Well, let's dig into this is the part where I want her to spotlight and shine her light. She became a nurse. And what's so interesting to me about her becoming a nurse, uh, she's a nurse. She was a nurse before she was a nurse helping caring for her mother that has MS. And then she not only picked that up as a career, but she has expanded on it and uh, amplifies nursing in certain ways that other people have not taken the time to express. So if you could please welcome everybody to the Lux Fabulous Nurse and tell us yeah. all about that. Okay, so um, 
actually, it's it's funny because I came up with this while I was on vacation with my family in Hawaii. <laughs> like, hey, I, was I, I gained a lot in Hawaii. I promise. <laughs> I had yeah. I had a world of recognition. Though, I'm trying to tell you, I get mm-hmm. it. It is <laughs> something. The beach. <laughs> yeah, it, I, the water is clarity. Yes, for me. I'm telling you. And I was just um, writing, and um, I love to write. I love to journal, and so everybody was always telling me to start a blog, and so um, I did that. I launched a blog like a month after I came back from that vacation. Um, so I, I launched the Fabulous Nurse and then I started a nursing group called Fabulous Nurses um, Incorporated. And so um, it's now my foundation where I give out an annual nursing scholarship. I have a mentoring program where we take in, you know, um, nursing students who don't really have the, you know, I guess the support, you know, especially like first generation college students and things like that. Those that don't have the financial support, um, we just want to be able to take them and see them through the program from the beginning to the end, just to make sure that they're always succeeding, um, reaching out to different um, groups and things like that to get them any help when it comes to studying. Because I mean, nursing school is not easy. It's not, it's definitely not easy. It's stressful. And I know a lot of students who are also caretakers for their moms and Mm -hmm. also uh, students who have their own health problems as well. So anyone that have like disabilities, like we're always working with them. Um, I have a cousin that has a pseudotumor cerebri that is going to nursing school right now. And of course, our biggest thing is keeping her stress levels down. Yes, yes. So it's like we really do try to focus and aim to just be there to support them. And so I have a group of nurses, um, my nurse friends that I've made over the years, especially with travel nursing. Um, And it's all a volunteer thing. Nobody, we're not getting paid for this or anything like that. It's all through volunteer uh, work. And we just take them and we work with them as much as we can. We have group chats where they can reach out to us. We're always a phone call away. Um, you know, we give out that scholarship every year. And it's, it's just something that like I wanted to do because I feel like in nursing school, when you don't have that support, like you see the people who are just succeeding, like yeah. left and right, <laughs> that have all the support. Yeah. And yeah. not everybody is a little brainiac that's going to make an A At on all. every test. Yeah, And so, and I feel like sometimes in these programs, they they really try to like defeat you. Like they try so hard to make it so like just impossible. Like nursing tests, the questions are ridiculous. There's always two right answers and you have to pick the most correct answer. (laughs) Yeah, I have a daughter who um, I might have to uh, have her look into your information definitely because she's getting ready. She's in her her junior year of college. So this is where she's getting ready to step out on faith and begin. Mm -hmm. And she's been mommy's little nurse throughout the years. So exactly. <laughs> I know that she's not going into of course, uh, people with MS, but she's, you know, she likes children and other things like that, but just nursing school. So I definitely will have to tell her about this program. Yay. And people just, she's going to, I'm going to ask her for her information uh, at the end of the podcast episode where you guys can find her and where she's located. Um, actually, go ahead and state where they can find you at. 
So um, I'm from Louisiana, but um, I'm kind of like right. in the middle of relocating to Houston. Right, but we're on social media. Should, can they find you at? So on Instagram, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you okay. can look up Fabu- Fabulo Nurses Incorporated. That's on Facebook. On Instagram, it's Fabulo Nurses. Uh, that's the group page. Um, currently redoing that one, but my personal one is The Fabulo Nurse. So, and I'm always on there. I'm always responding to messages and things like that. <laughs> I try That's to stay awesome. pretty active. Um, and then my website, of course, is in the link in my bio. Um, straight to my blog. On the blog, if you go under um, mentoring program or foundation, you will find more information about Fabulous Nurses and okay. what we do. And then under mentoring program, there's a little, uh, a little section where a student fills out that information. Uh, with like name, birthday, school, you right. know, why they chose nursing and things like that. And right. I take that information and go from there to try to like right. figure out what mentor would be the best fit for them. Okay. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So yes, please check <laughs> her out. Um, this is my favorite part of the podcast. But first, before I certify you as one sick beat, is there anything that you would like to say, whether it's about your career, whether it's about this battle, whether it's just message in life that you want to give? Um, let's see. So I would say whatever, whatever it is that you're going through, like whether you are just now being diagnosed or you've been diagnosed for years, I would just say, you know, just keep going, keep fighting. Um, God only gives us what he knows we can handle. So just, just keep going that's another reason why I have like merged my blog into um, incorporating things for chronic illnesses, which I always have uh, for my mom. Um, right. I started this thing called the Invisible Illness Game. So um, I've been selling like merchandise and uh, things like that. And part of the money either goes to the National MS Society or it goes to our scholarship foundation. So mm-hmm. we do it like 50-50. Um, yeah. And I have, like, I have on one of the shirts today, a queen with MS, and everything yeah. has a crown on the right side. That's, yeah, That's, I, I love um, the crown. That's my logo, too, so I love, yes. I love the crown. Because um, everybody always will tell me, they're like, you're just a little queen. <laughs> They'll be yeah, like a queen with MS, so I just went cute. with it. <laughs> That's so, cute. Um, I have a lot of those things like that. So of course we donate everything. We've been donating to the National MS Society for forever. We always participate in the MS walks, the MS right. seminars, the MS retreats, everything yes. since I was a little okay. girl. So all of that's just like super important to me. And okay. you know, if you are open and willing to participate in any of that, man, uh, I know you, aren't you a, um, I you're am. an ambassador, district, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm the district activist leader for Lexington, Kentucky. Yes, yes I am. Yes, yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. I put myself on the forefront for that as well as uh one sick beat podcast. I put myself on the forefront because um the benefits of being a district activist leader for Kentucky. First off, I'm there's very few minorities, number one, that are doing it right. in Kentucky. Very few. And number two, uh, like I said, uh there's minorities. And number two is to be into the room with uh these uh because I meet uh, you know, uh Congress and stuff to uh, I'm fighting for right now. I'm a part of a research study, which me and you are definitely. Uh, please stay tuned because this I'm not. This is the first episode that I'm doing <laughs> with this queen. I want to 
definitely salute her. That's what this episode is about. But I also want you guys to stay tuned because me and her are putting something together for research uh, yeah. about MS and talking about uh, uh, just specifically research in the MS world and autoimmune disease. So please stay forward and tuned in and pay. we have a part two coming up, but I wanted to salute yeah. her for who she is. And uh, this is my favorite part of the podcast um, where I get to tell you how amazing you are, how amazing strong you are, what a warrior you already were before your diagnosis being a nurse, a mommy nurse, being a child of uh, somebody who has MS and a caretaker, you're all of that and, and just more. I can't even get out the words. I don't want to have to drop a tear, but this is my favorite part. Uh, I want to salute you and say that you certify you as one sick bee. The definition of one sick bee is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you, Chelsea, refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. And for that, I would like to certify you as one sick bee and thank you for coming and giving your insight, your education, and please stay tuned. But thank you for coming and gracing my podcast. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. You are so welcome. <laughs> and everybody, you can follow us on Instagram at One Sick Bee Podcast. You can follow me on Facebook at One Sick Bee Podcast. You can follow me on Spotify. Mm-hmm iHeartRadio, Amazon. I'm overseas on UK and I'm in <laughs> India and I constantly, and I just got accepted to two African podcasts overseas. So please hey. follow me on one sick B. Hey, hey, hey now. <laughs> Making moves. And thank you, Chelsea, for being a part of it. You're welcome. Thank you, love. Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay, you on it. Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile, cause they make you worth it. Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. You gotta adapt to the pain, and you got used to hurting. You're the one that's needed help, you used to offer service. You're not alone, not by yourself, now don't forget that. You're always fighting, always fighting for the get back And you always trying, always grinding and I'm with that You're such a fighter and your strength is where your gifts at You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up and perform When you think there's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war Like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up to perform And when you think there's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war Like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war